the statement was, you know, we've changed the wrap to the handle. We've changed the, you know, the blade. We've changed this over time and this and that over time, you know, but isn't it not still the same axe that, you know, my family has owned for generations. Hello and welcome to another damn anime podcast. My name is Nick and I'll be your host. And, uh, here with me tonight is my good buddy, Joe. Joe, how you doing? Doing all right, man. Yeah, long time no see. Uh, yep. For all those who don't know, it's a joke because we literally, at the last two days, recorded two different other podcasts. It's three days so. in a row, three days in a row of the, the old <laughs> podcast grind. Um, but we are here today, tonight, to talk about near Episode 7, uh, Questionable Actions. Is the current episode. Um, so, yeah, uh, let's go ahead and uh, jump right into it. Um, so the episode begins with Adam and Eve sitting at the table once again. And, I mean, uh, I didn't pick up too much to really talk about from here, ex- just except that Adam uh, gets up and goes off to do something. And he tells Eve to stay there and to read. Um, and uh, Eve is uh, seems like he's... Uh, eagerly waiting, awaiting his brother's return. Um, but, but uh, Adam has has gone off. So, my thinking is that uh, that Adam is going to do something important, and wherein he might, uh, I don't know, run into our our main characters. But that just remains to be seen. Yep. So you end up seeing um, Adam being more, uh, you know, uh, fully dressed wearing glasses now, uh, you know, fancy shirt. Uh, Eve is kind of much like we left them last time with just the pants and, the, you know, the arm gauntlet plus tattoo. Uh, he corrects himself while trying to address his brother. Uh, he does use the formal son. Uh, so, you know, he's, he's learning. He catches himself mid, mid-sentence, yeah. So he's very much that way. Uh, and, you know, he just doesn't understand the philosophy that, you know, uh, he's just simple-minded in the, in the sense. So he's like, I don't understand what you're talking about. Can we play? And that's, he's like, you stay and read. And he's like, I don't want to. And he goes like, okay, fine. Um, it's like, you, you stay here and you don't leave, we'll play. And he's like, all right, yeah, it's a promise. We'll, you know, yeah, yeah, so cool. So, uh, and then, but when he, the moment since uh, Adam already left, he says out loud to himself, though, uh, he calls him Chan again, so no matter, you know, he still has that um, mentality, I guess. Yeah, so he just he's, he just doesn't really understand what uh, his brother's asking him to do. Um, so this seems to be uh, them reminding us that Adam and Eve are still there. Um, they're kind of the main antagonists for the story, so they just want us to know, okay, they're still there, we haven't forgotten about them, and they're going to be important later i think so after that we get the main theme for the show and then um and then uh it, it jumps in basically to 2b and 9s along with their pods are sitting on a broken bridge overlooking a field and 9s comments about how the deer in the field spend so much time eating and he says that sorry what they're moose they're moose. Okay. Um, does he say moose? 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, at least uh, that's that's the translation I read. Uh, but they're they're moose. Yeah. But it's it's literally the most wasted time of an episode just talking about random animals. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. It is moose in the game. Yeah. So anyway, so. Um, uh, he talks about how the moose uh, spent so much time eating um, and uh, says that, you know, humans did something similar, eating three meals a day, which is kind of like, well, I mean, these these moose would spend about half of their day eating humans, you know, three meals. You could eat everything that you need for for the day in like 15 minutes. Um, so it's it's a little but bit different. He was saying how inefficient uh, the moose were and how inefficient humans were. Um, yeah, that's that was what he's getting to. Is I just like, take umbrage yeah. with it because humans, because we, I mean, I guess if you include all the time that we spend cooking the food and preparing the food, it is you know it is a good bit of your day. But like compared to animals, humans are way 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 more efficient in terms of 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 food. But I get what he's saying. Humans are still like this sort of imperfect animal that has to do all these things just to stay alive. Whereas androids, they're like, they just run around. I guess they, they're solar powered or whatever. Their source of energy sort of just seems to last, last forever. Yeah. So yeah. then, then yeah, shortly after this, they start, uh, they bring up the uh, Adam and Eve again, essentially as the variants. Uh, just to drive in more that, hey, we haven't forgotten about them. They still exist. And they're figuring something's, uh, or at least 9S is talking about, there's something fishy with command. He's, you know, he's suspecting that they're hiding stuff. It's taking them too long to process the data. And why haven't they said anything else? Uh, while 2 is like, yep, that just means they're dangerous. And trying to more or less just like brush it off. Like, yeah, okay. It's, you know, it's like whether it's out of, uh, just not caring or yeah. if it's just like maybe you shouldn't stick your nose in where it doesn't belong um you know it's not it's like above our pay grade so we don't have to worry about it you know it could be in any number of those reasons yeah um, and then they get that call from uh from from command that that one girl starts talking operator to, 60 operator 60 starts talking to them about um about hairpins and something like that and uh, two yeah, bees she talks not about that, the, the silly, that not the lily, but what do they call it? The moon tier or something like that? Oh, I forgot. Yeah, they did talk about yeah, um, the moon tier. Yeah, lunar tier. That was it. It was the lunar That's tier. Right, lunar tier. Um, yeah, it's like yeah, it'll be a great accessory for you. Like it's very. It was the first time you've seen an operator with uh, a personality. Yeah, for the most part, and it's just very strange that out of the blue, it's just like, um, you know, she's like, it looked good on you, two and I'm like, are you a fangirl because it's really strange it's like you know i don't know it's yeah to be is it is not having it she's like we don't need that so it's a little bit of light humor but they definitely introduced the the lunar tier you know lily flower that seems to be uh that seems to run through near and and drakengard lore it uh, pops up here and there so it's like okay that's that's gonna be uh going on i guess uh uh, in the background, so we'll just keep an eye on that. But, but uh, soon after that, Pascal and uh, the big sister uh, appear, and um, the big sister seems to be distraught. Uh, apparently, uh, the little sister, which is the actually the larger robot, but the little sister went missing to look for a broken part to replace on the big sister, 
and uh, she they think she went to the Forest Kingdom because that's where these kind of parts can be found. And uh, Pascal begs to be a 9S to help look for the little sister. And 9S is like, no, I don't want to do that. No, 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 no. But strangely, 2B agrees to yeah, look. Yeah, that whole scene is weird, though, because they, they tried to do the most comical begging and re-asking and then Zing being turned down. And then They're, one, yeah. like the, the big sister whines some more in a like a crybaby, the comical fashion. And then yeah. they ask again, they're like, and they're like, you know, Pascal's like, yeah, will you help? And then they, you know, it's just, it was really odd to see this kind of weird tantrum, like comedic side playing out. It felt very, I don't know, uh, Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. That, that, and then the, and the hairpin stuff is all very much, they're trying to infuse a little bit of light comedy um, into the episode to kind of, to kind of uh you know even it out uh they they they've been doing this pretty much with every episode early parts a little bit of light comedy and then they get into like the serious brass tacks of the rest of the episode but you know it it was kind of it was kind of comical um the thing i thought was kind of cool and funny was when they were talking about pascal's different body types like our different lower lower half types, and they yeah. So so Pascal decides to take them to the fo- to the forest, and so the next scene is they're flying through the air while nine oh, yeah. S and two B are hanging from tethers from his. Uh, now he's like you know he has a hovering you know body essentially. Uh, he's a VTOL kind of uh, yeah. You know, so it was it was, and then he's just like yeah, I can just do modifications on myself, and and so, so yeah, that's yeah. So it shows like a boat, and then like. Just different, uh, different ways that he can change his uh, his his lower form, and some of that stuff looked kind of cool. But uh, gave him a chainsaw arm, and then he even made himself a like a carnival ride for child for the children robots. Yeah, um. and so the thing comes up. Uh, uh, I can't the uh, ship of Theseus. Uh, the whole idea that how many you know how many parts can you replace on on a ship before it's not the same ship anymore if you replace it one piece at a time um and so you know that idea comes up uh because 9s sort of challenges pascal on the idea of changing out parts to be kind of brings up that aspect and pascal's like well that's kind of uh interesting something worth looking into or thinking about um so just a little bit of uh philosophy there infused for you yeah uh so it's funny because uh it's actually very similar uh the first time i've ever heard the that scenario kind of come into play was off the uh terry pratchett series the night watch um and one of the later books in the series uh more or less it's a fantasy series follows uh a, a fictitious world and there's multiple story arcs uh so different books will go following different groups of people and this so the night watch series is literally following the night watch of the you know the town guard and one of the guys ends up meeting like a dwarf and the dwarf says uh to the dwarf king essentially says like this is my this is our family um acts it's been handing down for generations and he go they they're you know their question is pretty much our state the statement was you know 
we've changed the wrap to the handle. We've changed the, you know, the blade. We've changed this over time this and that over time, you know, but isn't it not still the same ax that, you know, my family has owned for generations, you know? And so it's, it's a matter of your mentality behind it. And so, but yeah, but bringing the question to Pascal of how much you can change. And so Pascal has to think deep about that. And it's like, you know, and, you know, and ends up coming back at like just an odd, like, yeah, yeah. By the way, here's the answer to my quest to that question that you asked me before, um, and that answer was, uh, you know, you can change everything, but it's the heart that essentially that that keeps you what you are. Yeah, and that kind throws of decides... 9S for a little bit, a little bit of a loop because 9S is like that's you that doesn't make sense because you're a machine life form. You don't have a heart. Like do nothing. Like does do androids not have hearts? And he gets kind of a pissy look on his face. For just a split second, um, not sure if he he takes offense to the fact that, or like if you know if, what, how he thinks about that, because obviously he has emotion. So I mean, I guess it classifies what what do you consider having a heart? You know, because if you're taking a biology you know, like lesson, then you're like, of course they don't have a heart, but it's like the soul or the spirit, you know. So it's kind of an interesting uh, answer that Pascal gives. Right, right. So. Um... So upon reaching the forest kingdom, they find that uh, the that its inhabitants have been killed. Uh, they find the old dead king and a memory file, and it's not like he was killed in uh, by whatever's killing all the other other inhabitants. He has like a memorial to him with two um, two, I guess, servant looking uh, machines, and they one of them is holding a memory file. Um, so, uh, so it's, uh, at that point that 9S decides to look into the memory file and, um, sees a bit of the history of, um, of how that place came to be. Uh, do you remember how, uh, what was found in that file? Yeah. Uh, 256 years ago, it was the, uh, it's the first memory jump and it was the founding of the um of the land so this large the king which is a larger robot our machine life form uh declares independence and says hey we're gonna live together and by making our own kingdom uh you know like this will be our land and people are, and one of the machines is like we're trying to figure out what does that mean and it's like we're gonna be a family this is just and a kingdom is just like one big house and they're like, oh, okay, cool. We're all for it. You know, they're all, you know, so that's how that kingdom got created. Um, and then it does a, I believe in this one, it does a time cut here. Or is it the second? No, it's later on. They do a time cut uh, again. Right. So, right. So they, uh, they'll do that a little bit later. But um, so they yeah. kind of show how the forest kingdom got its start. Um, but the androids and uh, so we come out of that and the androids and Pascal continue to look for the little sister, um, 9S, falls through a hole in a bridge, but he's saved by Pascal. And uh, whenever he's uh, kind of saved by Pascal, he just asks, "Why?" Um, and it kind of skips. It, it kind of skips forward a little bit. Um, it, it shows 9S being lowered back down safely onto the remaining parts of the bridge, and it's at that point that 9S begins to actively help with the uh, search for the little sister because at that point uh, he had not told his pod to begin to look for the signal 
And that's when he does say, hey, go look. He says, begin searching for the signal. And it's right after that that they are pretty much able to find the sister. All right. So there's that gap in between. So after he, they find the first, uh, the, the memorial to the king, and with the, you know, they find the first memory circuit, uh, they're walking by and they're seeing just the, essentially, um, you know, like standing guards, or like you'd see a suit of armor in a castle, but they're all, they're, you know, dead machines, uh, just standing sentry uh, as you walk down the halls. And that's when they find the second memory chip. And that one's 128 years. And that is actually the memory of the king dying. Right. Um, and so that's when they're like, our king has passed away. Um, and that's when they decide to um, put the memory of the king into a, a newborn. So they actually, you know, and they don't show it, but they just show like, a, you know, what looks like a, a crib or something like that and a bunch of flowers. Uh, and then they mentioned like four years ago, another memory jump. Uh, and then they show, uh, yeah, this is the anniversary. It's for, it's time for us to put the memory into another uh, young king. Um, and then shortly after that is the the as they walk across the bridge, and that's when it collapses. So yes, but um, Pascal does uh, after he saves Nine S, he does then ask, um, or that's when you see you know he Nine S decides to have a change of heart because he feels like he kind of owes him. Uh, and Pascal being the nice person that he is, he's still like, how can I ever repay you? Uh, not thinking that like, Hey, you owe me one for saving you to begin with. Um, uh, yeah. Right. So it's, he's just automatically still a giving person, but yeah, yeah, right after that is when he, they pretty much do find a signal. Yeah. They managed to find the signal and, uh, this, the little sister is, uh, is, is revealed and, um, and she, uh, lets them know that she was helped by one of the inhabitants of the forest kingdom uh, who happens to be hiding with her is still alive. And they uh, decide to announce to everybody that they are going to be married. I don't think they use that word right away because they don't know the word, but Pascal's like, Oh, you guys are going to get married. And they're like, yeah, married. That's it. Um, and this is really confusing to 9S and 2B. Uh, they're like, what are they, what, like, why? Um, but they kind of have to just sort of go away from that because, um, uh, because the couple then asks to be a 9S to save the king. Um, and, uh, 2B still acting kind of cryptic. She agrees and, uh, they tell her, that the king is in the throne room, which is above them. And so she uh, she decides to to try to go alone. She tells them to wait there while she goes up there. Uh, 9S uh, follows after her. Um, and uh, so they go up there and they find the throne room and a crib in the center. And it has a machine baby in it. Uh, and it's at that moment that another android comes from above and kills the machine baby with a single sword strike through it. Um, it uh, it's the woman from the last few moments of the previous episode. So yeah, uh, you see her dispatching, uh, you know, uh, people in the woods, and so you, then you you know, so it makes sense that that was a scene of her in this kingdom. 
uh, fighting the inhabitants essentially because I made the you know the joke that it it looked like she was fighting Shovel Knight, and yeah. so that makes perfect sense that that's you know you know that's the current location, and uh, it you know uh, she from the last episode I mentioned how she looked like um, you know two B because she had the same beauty mark yeah. uh, on the chin, uh, but she just has longer hair and the pod instantly seems to recognize uh, identify the threat or this Android. Um, and yeah, so I'll let you continue. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, after that, there is a small skirmish between, uh, between the three androids and, um, the, the strange woman, they, they kind of fight her off and she goes to leave. But before she does nine S asks why she betrayed them, meaning, uh, why she betrayed the, the androids, um, and she, the pods, the pod pretty much stated that she's an enemy and she's, and she's dispatched, um, the previous groups looking for, uh, so she's murdered a bunch of uh, androids who've come to hunt her down. Uh, so that's why he asked the question. Yeah. Yeah. So he, with, uh, with some, with some anger, he asked that question and before she, uh, leaves, she says, command is the one that betrayed. And then she takes off and they, and they go look for her, but, uh, but, 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 but they, they can't find they can't find her and then that's the end of the episode um but uh yeah so so we kind of get uh, a little bit more of of that of that main story going on um and uh yeah so we're kind of left with i think about as many questions maybe more questions than answers still um but uh yeah it's 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 getting it's it's getting there very slowly. I, you know, I kind of know what's coming. I think you've probably this is probably past the point where you've played in the game. Um, oh, we've been past that for a long time. <laughs> I figured. I've, but, I only know I only know one other spoiler coming up ahead. That's but only because, uh, unfortunately, that was just spoken out loud while I was watching something else, a different podcast, like years and years ago, and then. And it's one of those things that I heard it and I'm like, oh great, I can't unhear that forever. You're so. never gonna unhear that, yeah. So there's and there's definitely stuff that's gonna be coming up. Um, so so yeah, you know, we're, we're kind of just left in limbo on a on a lot of this, a lot of setup in in this episode. Um, but uh, let's go ahead and go over to the puppet show. I will say that I think there's a little bit of spoilers in the puppet in the puppet show. So if you want to avoid that. Then maybe um, maybe skip ahead a bit. Uh, uh, we'll probably talk a little bit more about the our thoughts in the episode in general after that. But anyway, so the puppet show, the uh, the the epilogue, as it were, is um, Pascal teaching the children and Emil, uh, the the head of Emil, about the day night cycles, and he starts and then uh, he starts talking about the day, and they're like, oh yeah, you know, day, and he starts talking about the night. And they're like, oh, scary night. And then I didn't understand this part at first, but until, until I was writing the summary for this, and I was like, oh, okay, I think I know what that is. So right before something happens, he's talking about the night cycles and talks about a time and about that being a time when a dragon flies through the skies. And it's at that point that, um, that, a2, which is the name of the woman, um, that A2 comes down 
and kills him with a single sword strike through the head. And it's it's pretty funny looking uh, puppet. And uh, and then that's like where it ends, saying that that uh, his village, that De Pascal's village inhabitants go crazy and kill all the androids. So it just makes no sense. But it's whatever, man. But anyway, so so the thing that I figured out was the dragon that flies to the skies. I think that that is a nod at Drakengard. Uh, yeah. Uh, so what? So the translation that I was reading for this was uh, they're talking about the kingdom of day and the kingdom of night, uh, and oh, explaining God. how their land never gets dark, um, and so that's why it's always sunny out. And then that's when they're talking about the dark kingdom, and then talking about and that's when he starts. He quickly mentions the the dragon that flies through the sky in the dark kingdom as he gets stabbed uh so yeah yeah and i believe you're right i believe it's a nod to drakengard because that would make the most sense yeah i was like what in the world is he talking about and i was like oh yeah of course drakengard um but uh yeah so that's kind of the long and the short of what happens there um at the end of uh the puppet show so uh yeah it's uh it's a weird one um yeah okay Overall, what did you think of uh, the episode as a whole? Um, I mean, it seemed kind of disjointed is the best way to put it. Uh, I mean, we have here uh, some forced comedy. People, you know, a little out of place because usually your most of these comic relief bits would be from 9S. But you got, you know, from, you know, you got that Operator 60 coming in, speaking a little bit weird. And then you got the um the tantrum that the big sister you know uh does and a lot of a lot of bowing because at first she bows and smashes her head to the ground and later on uh when the the uh groom uh you know fiance bot our life form uh asks for them to save the king he also bows you know hands to and heads and forehead to the ground so it's like all right um this it just seems you know oh it was just very disjointed and the fact that the the little sister says, I found the, you know, like I, I want to be with this person. Uh, and I want to, they are, uh, they're just as important to me as my, as my sister. And I'm like, okay. Uh, did you just meet them? Did they just save your life? And then bam, you're like, yep, we're now going to get hit. Cause yeah. you know, it's just, it, it was kind of a little odd there and they never quite explain the process of giving the, the king's memories to the next to the you know a young child each time uh so it was you know you don't quite understand the fact that uh does this machine life form because you can change all the parts uh does the machine life form start out as an infant and then as it develops a brain like an ai do they start upgrading a body for it as you know and then progress to a, an adult-sized body uh and then proceed to take their you know that king's memory yet again to another young life you know machine life form i mean it was just all very odd um and you know as far as uh a2 uh goes you know quickly dispatching the uh the young king without a second thought uh very much kind of how 9s uh slayed the uh the child the parent child at the end of the uh carnival or the uh was it the circus episode for episode yeah the amusement park uh yeah yeah 
Yeah. So it's just very much like, this is my job. This is what I'm doing. And, you know, so I was like, yeah, it just felt really like just disjointed everywhere. It wasn't, a, uh, yeah, it wasn't really that they're, coherent. They're continuing to try to, that, that the, the way that, that modern anime, I mean, really it's the way it's always been as far as, as far as I can tell for every show that I've seen in every era is you've got to have a, basically a, a enclosed story within an episode they they want you to get a beginning a middle and an end out of this you know episode and a lot of tv and stuff works that way too but but this kind of story since it was you know told in a video game over the course of like 40 hours um it it has a lot more room to breathe in a game and in this they are trying to entertain you you know with basically basically in 5 minute chunks and I kind of wish that they, that they wouldn't, uh, that they would let you know, let it be like a three episode arc, to, to do you know one of these things or another one of these things. But I think that they just know how many episodes that they're going to get, and then know that they're not going to get any more, or they're very unlikely to get any more. So they're just trying to get the show finished um, with you know all the story they have to tell. And you know there, and I, I can tell that they're infusing more because there's a lot of stuff, you know, in in this show that's not in the game, but kind of the game could have used it. You know, it it really it really could have uh, some some of the outside stuff that ended up being canon. It became canon for a reason because it was like, okay, this is actually kind of important. Um, probably in hindsight, Yoko Taro realized that, you know this stuff is kind of uh, needs to be in somewhere. Um, but yeah, it's it's just kind of the nature of the beast, I think, and I'm just hoping that by the end of it, um, we'll have a little bit uh, more satisfaction. Maybe toward the like the latter half, they'll be able to kind of stop with these vignettes and little things that we don't really care about, and get to like the main story and really start kind of hitting that. Not so many, uh, you know, X Files type, you know, monster of the week sort of things, but you know. I, th I think it's okay. Still, it's still probably my like. It's still one of my favorite shows uh, for this season of anime. I'm still enjoying it, but uh, yeah, still that old problem with being a little bit all over the place. Yeah, the um, like I said the episode of it wasn't by far wasn't one of its stronger ones, but it's one of those necessary evils because you you can't really have the introduction to a two without having this episode. I feel. Yeah, and you know you are trying to show a little bit more. Um, you know, uh, you're trying to show that the characters are at least questioning. Um, you know, command, uh, or at least nine S is finding things suspicious. Two uh, B does agree that things seem odd. Uh, you know, they're uh, so. This was an episode you kind of had to go through at yeah. least to show. Uh, you know, and, show this a uh, new person. And that, and I, I kind of feel like we're getting a little bit too much of. Um, 9s and 2b you know overcoming their programming very slowly um like we're getting a little bit too much of that in every episode i would prefer it to be something like it happens one time in episode one and then it happens one time in episode four and then it happens one time in episode seven i i would much prefer that where it's not like every episode one little thing you know because it just kind of is like well they're not really making 
it, it just kind of seems like they're just sort of rehashing the same thing instead of making it feel like they're making progress towards something, which we know that they are, which that's where they're going. But it's just like, all right, how many times are you going to show us this before we actually have a, a massive breakthrough? I think probably, you know, three times across, you know, 10 episodes before you have a massive breakthrough or a change or whatever they're going for, that would be what I would prefer. But, you know. Yeah, it, there's there's debates to both sides of that. I mean, uh, it's, you know, it's one of those things that's like, um, you'd, you'd almost be, you know, d- depending on how big the personality changes afterwards, you're like, wait, you just needed one time, one big like thing to realize, wait a minute, we might be the bad guys, you know, um, or in this case, it's like, hey, you've seen it and it's constantly, you know, it's that uh, drip feed, right? It's just like a little bit at a time and eventually like, oh, wow, uh, the, the realization or like the final, it's a little push, right? It's, or it's like, it doesn't have to be like, hitting the head with a sledgehammer but there just has to be an, enough of a spark to like be like oh wow okay everything falls in place and you kind of see it building i'm like i can see both sides of the argument um but i also i feel that they made 9s way too skeptical from the start so i just feel like they had a mind wiped him like uh, men in black style uh from the beginning yeah because like yeah they they get they do updates right they i assume they give in reports and given they save their memory backups and i'm Command surely would know, be like, hey, this person's showing odd parameters. Like, you know, they're showing too much independence. Let's fry him and reset him from an earlier state. <laughs> um, I just feel like that's what they would do. Uh, and granted, Tubi has been very much, um, you know, quietly like anti, you know, uh, you know, anti Big Brother from the start because, but she's like, I'm just going to keep quiet about it and then just, you know, deal with it on my own. Uh, I, that's what I felt from, from the very beginning because. Uh, you know, the moment she's like, yeah, you know, she she's happy to see 9S and 9S is like, hey, I don't remember anything. She's like kind of upset and bummed right off the start. <laughs> so, yeah, um, yeah. And, yeah. And that, you know, kind of, you kind of made me remember that whenever they run into Pascal at the beginning of the episode, you know, they, you know, for a moment there, I was like, do they remember who this person is? Because they kind of acted like I was sort of annoyed by them. Sort of like they said, like, oh, look at those two androids or sorry, look at those two machines. They're acting strangely. Oh, it's a trap. And it's like, you know that this is Pascal, like you've been to their village. So it may be. Yeah, but but 9S is still skeptical. He doesn't trust them fully because he doesn't think that they're still the enemy. He still cannot bite that bullet. He's like, he's like, no way. He does not want to open them with open arms because he is programmed. And all, all, everything he's ever been taught from the day one is these are the enemies. They they always try to kill you. You have to kill them. I agree with um, all of that. But 2B was also acting strangely. She wasn't like, oh, yeah, like that's those people that we know from before. They're cool. She was like, they are acting like like they are acting strangely. It's like, yeah, they, they're weird machines. I guess I, I kind of was like, well, is this some sort of weird, you know, flashback to one of the times before they got reset or something and they're just acting that way. But I think it's just like you said, that they are just 
programmed to act this way toward machines and it's it's impossible for them well, at this point to for what it's worth if you different. started running around screaming like like your hair is on fire i'd be like yep nick's acting pretty weird i mean like granted you know i wouldn't that's, say it's a trap but that's but 9s was the one who's saying it's a trap 2b is just like yep they're acting weird yeah so that's i guess the way i looked at it i guess i'm probably over reading into it or whatever i just felt like the translation and maybe that's the issue but i was just like that's like, but why would they be acting like that? But I think, I it think just, it's just, it's 9S just constantly being skeptical. And it's, yeah. it is, I mean, granted, it's better to be, you know, it's like, well, if you were in enemy territory, then all of a sudden the enemy was like, yeah, we're friends. And you're like, you know, I guess you'd be skeptical too. Yeah. Um, you know, so I'll just chalk it up to that, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, overall, uh, not as strong an episode as the one before. Um, I like Lily as, as a character and I like, I like everything that kind of, uh, that that she went to went through and showed us but overall it was it was okay um looking forward to more i think adam and eve are going to be coming up here again uh fairly soon in a big way so i'm looking forward to that but yeah pretty good for sure i mean yeah it's uh you know hopefully we'll see you know it feels like the story is actually really going to start to to move it's, uh which is good it is uh, yeah hopefully a little less uh vignettes and a little more actual plot uh, but yeah, uh, other than that, it's you know the ser- you know obviously I'm still going with it. Uh, You're still here. But yeah, this is this is this is one of the weaker episodes in my opinion. Uh, so that's you know it's unfortunate, but you got you can't they can't all be bangers, right? So can't all be bangers. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's gonna do it for us here. Thanks for sticking with us, and hanging out. Um, we will see you next time. All right. Take it easy, guys. Bye. Thank you.